Hey everybody, I'm Matthew Cook and this is episode 95 of the Tactical Dad podcast. In this episode, we talk mechanics of the draw. Now my draw from my holster has sucked for a long time, but I'm now getting much better and I am talking about this with my firearms instructor, Tim Owens from OSS Tactical, as he is the expert. So he can tell us about a specific process and step-by-step actions that he's obviously learned through the military and through his training as a firearms instructor, some steps, tangible things that you can do right now immediately to help with your mechanics of drawing from the holster. Let's get into it. Hello, people. Welcome to the Tactical Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Cook, and I am a husband, a father of two children, and now a tactical dad. I'm a novice shooter, a beginner in survival and general prepping. However, I do have the ambition of becoming a competitive shooter one day, and so I'm spending countless hours with expert coaches trying to accelerate my knowledge and skills, my marksmanship, in this industry. With that being said... As a newbie to this whole world, this is a podcast dedicated to my journey, and I really hope to help all those new gun owners along the way. Let's get into it. Yep. Mechanics of the draw. This is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm in, interested to, to know what you're going to say with this. So, where, like what you just, what you previously said in terms of being one of the most important things is is you know put, drawing your gun from from the holster what are some because everybody likes tangible things right everybody likes like the details the specifics the yeah. the what's and and the, the steps and this process and that everyone likes the tactics so right. what are even though that's not everything we like i get that but um what are the mechanics from your perspective so the 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 first and foremost you always want to start from a good solid stance you know you're basically going to be in your fighter fighting stance um as soon as you touch your as soon as you put your hand on your firearm in the holster you want to make sure that you establish a good grip in the holster so you establish a good grip on, on the firearm you defeat any retention devices that you have on your holster, if you have any on it, and then you draw the pistol straight up out of the holster. As soon as you get, so that's that's drawing or clearing. So you, you clear the holster. As soon as the firearm is up out of the holster, you want to drop your elbow down and bring the firearm in close to close to your side so dropping the elbow what that does is it gets your muzzle in the general direction of your threat in an efficient manner so it's basically kind of like a 90 degree movement Um, some people tend to arc their weapon in it from a downward to an upward position coming into into the threat so you want to get a good grip come straight up out of the holster drop your elbow to get your muzzle on in your threat area and then you're going to marry up your hands in a two-handed grip. As And what you're doing is you're basically punching or pushing the weapon straight out, bringing it up to your eyes, 
And as you're bringing that weapon up to your eyes, you're bringing your support hand and establishing a good two-handed grip onto the firearm. And a, then you're continuing to push the firearm straight out up into your eye, eye line, and you're going to establish a good sight picture and uh, sight alignment. And just about the time you reach the full presentation when your elbows are all the way locked out, that would be the time that you would want to break the shot. Now, realistically, you can start shooting as soon as you get your muzzle on your threat area, but that's not a sighted shot that you would take. But you can't you can shoot from that position all the way out to the full presentation. So it's basically grip, clear, marry, which is marrying your hands up, you know, two-handed grip, sights, and press the trigger. So grip the gun. So grip, clear, marry, join, sights. Nice. Steps. Good. I, um, two things on that. First thing is, what is what do you see as the most common issue that people have when drawing from the holster? Um, I think the most common issue is not getting their muzzle in their threat area efficiently. Yeah, that, that was my that, one. That, that I think is the that in my experience that's the that that's the one thing that I see on a consistent basis from most of my students. Yeah, that was mine when it sort of like like I was bowling, like rolling out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean the the other thing that I see on a regular basis with a lot of students is um getting their trigger finger on the trigger a little too soon. So um uh, but for the most part, most people are pretty good about it, but that tends to be one of the other more common uh areas. So th those are the two main issues that I see with people that I've worked with. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, um, the other thing, what, like you said, fighter stance, like, uh, a correct stance, or, or, or say correct stance, but a, a, a solid stance right. before you draw, like other different types of stances that, that are, that, that are taught. There are two types of stances that are taught in shooting the modern isosceles and the weaver stance. Um, the vast majority of shooters now use the modern isosceles or a slight variation depending on what's comfortable for them. And basically all you do is you're just standing you know, squared up with your target. I'm just, you know, looking, looking straight at it. I'm right in front of them. Um, and you have a, you do want to have, you know, a little bit wider base with your feet. So your feet should be about shorter width apart. you know, what's comfortable for you. Um, and I always teach my students to try to have a little bit of flex in their knees and lean forward from the shoulders, getting their shoulders forward of their hips in an aggressive posture. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like, um, and I try to relate it to sports. If people play basketball or football, you have to have a good athletic stance. Now you're not going to be, it, it's not, um, it's not a game that we're playing when you're training yourself with this, but that athletic stance transfers over into a good fighting stance. So, you know, that's, you, you have to have a good base, a good solid base. Um, and so that you're not off balance and, you know, that way a good, uh, a good base, especially in the modern isosceles stance is going to give you the ability, uh, to be 
better if you're moving, you know, for mobility. So, and the yeah. main reason, the main reason I teach people to get their shoulders forward of their hips in an aggressive posture, even with handgun rounds and handgun rounds are considered puny, you know, handguns are great. You know, I, I only want to use my handgun until I can fight my way to my rifle, but <laughs> shooting multiple rounds from a handgun if you're standing straight up it's going to it's going to start to push you backwards and then you're off balance and you have a bad shooting stance so well that yeah, that's that's interesting that's cool you fight you basically trying to get to your rifle <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I, my 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 pistol is only good enough for me to fight my way to my rifle nice <laughs> so, Cool. All right. Well, that, um, yeah, fighter sense, good grip. Uh, are there any different types of grips or is there really just one? Because I look, I now pay attention to that when I'm watching videos of shooting guns and stuff. And it seems like they all look, anyone that looks like they can shoot, the grip kind of looks the same. Uh, is it really only one? There, there are a couple of different grips. Um, the one that you see in all the, all the videos that you look at and, um, experienced shooters are going to be using the grip that that i've shown you and that you're yeah. seeing out there with with people on on videos um now some people do um uh, like cross their thumbs you know put their support thumb over their strong thumb uh, but that's not the not really a preferred method um because the more of your hands that you can get on the firearm the more control you're going to have for recoil management so, you know, any gap that you have between you and the fi and the frame of the firearm, when that primer detonates and the the bullet fires, that energy is going to take the path of least resistance. So that's going to create a little more movement for you. Hmm. So that's the reason we want to get as much of our hands on the frame of the guns as possible. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Well, that will... We'll 